Welcome to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And on this show this week, we are going to talk the hows and the whys about these hard assets and how to use them to protect and grow your wealth in these challenging economic times. And before we get started, remember, we are not your financial planners or advisors. We are experts in these three particular arenas of fancy colored diamonds, physical gold, and silver. You should always do your due diligence before you make your first purchase. And the number to call to get going to get that free investor package, one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com, where you can request a free investor package, subscribe to our weekly newsletter, or speak with a Guildhall associate and get started right away. That includes both myself, Darren Long, and you, Jeremy Wiseman. My uh, counterpart here today on the show and vice president of Guildhall Wealth Management. And always, let's start to show off with a little recap of the week that has been, Jeremy. Right now, silver and gold in uh, today's market as we tape here on Thursday, coming into the weekend, both retreating in the early morning hours, as we were just saying, After on a treat basically from Trump on what he believes is a close at hand end of deal with China, which is China comes out and says, no, 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 we're going to continue the dance. Don't worry about that. And uh, no deal to be had. But again, that pushed the price of silver and gold down slightly after overnight market prices to gold precariously close to the $1,500 level, which is a very big level for gold, and silver back up and over $17 an ounce. Yeah, I thought, so I thought, that's that, was, I thought that was really interesting, the fact that both gold and silver started to move pretty strongly overnight. And just coming into the open, you get a tweet from Trump, and all of a sudden, the, the news of the day is that gold and silver are being are getting tanked. And yet, even since that went out, the prices are recovering as we're taping the show here on Thursday. So, you know, silver got above 17, it comes back down below 17, and I think we're just on the cusp of the 1690 uh, level. So we're getting back close to the 17. So I would have to say that the metals have held in strongly under this type of pressure this week. Well, in fact, during this week, we also had the FOMC updates as we do every month and the federal open market committee decided to leave the federal funds target range unchanged at one and a half to 175 as was expected we both thought the same thing after three cuts month after month after month and they said that their current range is i quote appropriate to support growth jobs and inflation while officials omit prior language that said uncertainties about this outlook remain so it was not a lot of uh, of negative talk more balanced more steady as she goes trying to leave the impression that things are about to get good for them or somehow going to you know span into a whole new range of organic growth in the economy that's broken yeah and and yet they still have concerns about some of the outlooks out there and we'll get we'll get into some european countries and what they feel the outlook is um yeah, what's why do you need to drop interest rates if you're already putting pouring billions and billions of dollars into the repo market? So they don't have to lower interest rates just yet. And on and then what I find ironic is that they're looking for higher and higher inflation. In other words, translate that to people, they want you to spend more on goods and services. They want inflation up. They want your money to be worth less next year. That's what that's where the Fed is going. So, you know, we're used to these Fed Fed talk speeches, let's call it what it is. The the global economy is slowing down. They're doing their best to uh, 
to avert a recession. And yeah, we'll see how data dependent they are going forward. Well, let's get into that as the show progresses here. First, I want to let people know, if you want to go to our website, guildhallwealth.com, it's a great place to start. That has a section, an e-store, if you will, where you can shop from the comfort of your own home, find more out about the product types in both gold, silver, and our PGM group of metals, which includes platinum and palladium, a small section on those two metals, but nonetheless still available. And you can get to the diamonds, which we're going to be talking about later on in the show, a very important diamond that we're going to have as the diamond of the week this week and we're going to talk a little bit about more repatriation jeremy there's another country coming aboard now in and of itself these smaller countries may not mean much but when you hear this story and you add it to the one that's already developing it's big news and it continues to happen the world over that and much much more so we ask that you stay tuned we're going to go to break for just a minute and when we get back we will talk more gold silver and natural fancy colored diamonds remember if you're opening up a registered account putting gold or silver into your RIF, LIF, RSPs, TFSAs, or other type of registered accounts, for every 5,000 U.S. you're putting in, we're giving you a free gram of gold. That continues to be the case for Guildhall, up to a maximum of 10 grams per client. And we are going to be right back. The website is guildhallwealth.com. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver You're tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management, one eight seven seven eight silver That's the number to call to get the free investor package. Subscribe to our weekly newsletter or speak directly with a Guildhall associate, including Jeremy and myself. The website, guildhallwealth.com, and you can do the same there as well. In the first segment, Jeremy, the FOMC update, leaving rates unchanged in the U.S., and what it led to, and a little touch on Trump's manipulation through tweets. It's happening, and whether you like them, hate them, or you're indifferent to it, it does impact the market. So moving on from there, a couple other updates, very important here. One, Goldman says central banks gobble up 20% of global gold supply. What's this all about? Well, we've been talking all year about central bank buying of physical precious metals, specifically gold. Talking and now for eight years. Yeah, uh, since 2008 when they mm -hmm. became net buyers. Uh, head of global commodities research at Goldman Sachs, Jeff Curry, he's talking. he was talking about that on Bloomberg, and he said, quote, de-dollarization in central banks demand for central banks for gold is the biggest since the Nixon era, eating up 20% of global supply. So he's saying they're buying more gold at this point, all central banks, than when they were back in the 70s. So when we've been talking about, about the fact that central banks have become net buyers of gold, he's talking about the re one of the reasons, which is de-dollarization. He goes on to say that, quote, I am going to like gold better than bonds because the bonds won't reflect that de-dollarization. Now, his comments are also echoed by Goldman analyst Sabine Shells uh, that said, investors should I diversify their long-term bond holdings with gold. They're sticking to their forecast of $1,600 for next year. And uh, as we've noted a lot, many times on this show, Darren, that a lot of these major bank forecasts tend to be pretty conservative. Not only conservative, but if we call 1600 the average, that means there has to be a price well above 1600 which 
by spring could mean gold could be explosive. Now we know springtime tends to be where the climaxes are felt. So getting in that market now could mean who knows 10, 20, 30% jump in valuation of your holdings between now and then in your first chance to maybe take profit off the table. Yeah. And we were talking today about the FOMC meeting. Let's remember what was happening last year with the FOMC meeting is they gave no indication that they were going to turn around and drop rates three times. So going into 2020, I think that uh, you have to take anything that the Fed says with a major grain of salt. All right. Another topic that has been uh, something we've discussed more recently on this show and over the last probably three or four years, starting way back with Germany and Venezuela, is the discussion of repatriation, how countries, whole countries, are no longer comfortable with leaving their gold holdings parked in other countries. They're not happy leaving it in New York. They're not happy leaving it in London. And to add to that list this week, an update. In fact, Slovakia had gold stored at the Bank of England, and they're asking for it to be returned. Adding to the list and fueling the whole argument about repatriation and as one country, maybe a small minor country, maybe a small minor bit of gold, but again, to the big overall story, very important in the context of what we've been discussing. Trust is evaporating at record rates. Consumer confidence evaporating faster than it's done since 2008 all over the world. Yet headlines are telling us everything's okay. And behind the scenes, central banks buying gold and countries repatriating their gold holdings. Tell me more. Yeah, so this was, a, this was a piece titled Slovak Gold Stored at the Bank of England Should Return to Slovakia. So what we're seeing right now is Slovakia coming up from behind, um, trailing the other Eastern European countries, and they're trying to pass through um, – not legislation per se, but they want to try to get their get a, a consensus to bring the gold back home, which is currently being held in uh, the Bank of England. Now it's thirty one point seven tons worth, which is approximately one point three billion euros. That's not a small sum of change. Now what's interesting is the reason behind it, Darren. They're citing impending financial crisis, which is exactly what the other. Eastern European countries are talking about economic slowdown. What could that bring? They want to protect themselves. And more importantly, political instability, something we've talked about on the show of one of the four fundamentals to invest in precious metals, which is geopolitical unrest. In this case, they're they're talking about Brexit. And they're also saying the rates of return uh, from the Bank of England are too low. So they're following the lead of Poland, Hungary, Austria, Germany, and Romania, who have already decided to withdraw their gold from England. Well, when we come back, Jeremy, from this quick break, we're going to talk about why our listeners and our clientele are part of a very unique group they didn't know they might be part of. And this group is growing uh, inadvertently because of these very problems we're discussing. It's all part of this gold and silver ownership and why you should have it and why it protects your wealth and why we do. The Real Money Show. So stay tuned for that. The number to call is one eight seven seven eight silver Let us get a free investor package out to you. It's the best way to learn more about what we do at Guildhall and how you can benefit from the ownership of gold and silver. And in addition to that, subscribe to our weekly newsletter or speak to a Guildhall associate like Jeremy or myself, anyone else here at the firm. The website, guildhallwealth.com. When we come back, 
the unique club that you are now part of if you're thinking of owning gold and silver. You're tuned in to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. And once again, welcome back to The Real Money Show. We're happy to have you listening. Congratulations, a huge congratulations to anybody that is tuned in this week that is a brand new client with Guildhall. We're so happy to have you come aboard, but to those listening also who haven't made that or taken the next step to own gold and silver or natural fancy colored diamonds, the fact that you're thinking about it and you're tuned into this show today makes you part of a very exclusive, but yet importantly, growing club and that club is the world's super rich and according to something that you brought this week jeremy the world's super rich are adding gold hand over fist it's starting to happen and i'm not talking about the paper stuff that we tell people to stay away from we're talking about a very big change that hasn't happened ever first time since we've done the show that we've actually seen this begin to happen Tell us more and why it's so important. So this was an article that was on Yahoo Finance, and uh, they also had a video that went along with it. And I have to say, I didn't quite like the their method of delivery because they were sort of undermining the people who are buying physical gold, especially the uber rich. And they kind of they kind of uh, painted them in a light of, you know, they can afford to create these silos against nuclear disaster, and they're preparing for the end of the world, and so they can buy physical gold. But that sort of belies the actual facts and information that they provided in the article, which I thought was so interesting. So what it is is that <clears throat> the world's super rich are hoarding physical gold on pace for the best year since 2010. We're almost at the end of the year. So gold being up close to 20, 20% in U.S. dollars, um, it's it's a really good year for gold. Now, one of the things that they go, they they start to cite back Goldman Sachs, which we talked about earlier in the show, which is that they're buying physical gold because of political uncertainty, geopolitical unrest that we discussed, recession fears, exactly the same reasons that those Eastern European countries want their gold back. And they don't feel that any of those things are likely to abate anytime soon. One of the other things that the global elite are worried about, taxes, wealth taxes. They're worried about the increasing talk of MMT, and which leads to the idea of central bank effectiveness. So this idea that, let's say, for example, Bernie Sanders wants to forgive all student debt. Well, where where does that get paid from? That gets paid from taxes to the rich, right? And you could tax the rich forever. They still couldn't pay off all the debts. I think they could cover the debts for maybe a month of, of, uh, of, what, of what the U.S. owes. So it's, <clears throat> it's a fool's errand. But um, <clears throat> what's interesting in this article, since 2016, there's a clear trend from to physical precious metals so they show this chart between etf holdings physical gold well not physical gold but gold etf holdings and and holdings of gold in private vaults and you can see a clear trend that there is a move towards physical allocated ownership of precious metals all right let me draw a further conclusion from this and ask your opinion on it I'm a listener and I'm hearing this right now, okay? A, am I getting it in the newsletter? I guess that's a side effect of this. Do I? Yes. We're going yes. to put this in a newsletter coming up. Get on that list. Go to guildhallwealth.com. Get yourself registered for the newsletter. It's free of charge, folks. You might as well get it. And B, if I can just uh, use this as an example of exactly how uh, the saying, never bet against the banks, which is really saying don't bet against the money, 
has come about, and that's because they're the first to know. And like this article is pointing out, the super wealthy are also what they call A clients. So from all the institutions mm. around the world, yep. these super wealthy get very good service. They're the first to know about recession, about the potential of recession, about what investments might be best in a recessionary era. And gold and silver happen to be among the very finest. So it should not surprise anyone that when looking at this chart, this is exactly what we're seeing, except for Guildhall is bringing it to the everyday investor, the person who has a little bit of money, maybe a TFSA, maybe five or 10 or 20 grand that they just want to put into the market. Maybe somebody that wants to own a hard asset like a colored diamond. So this option is a wonderful, wonderful way of extending that argument for owning and ensuring the wealth you've already built. Yeah, you know, look, the, growing the, it. Yeah, the, the, the wealthy know that there's government debt, corporate debt, consumer debt. I think anyone who's listened to the show knows that as well. So our clients and our listeners, this never-ending loose monetary policy, the political landscape, you've got the left leaning further left, the right leaning further right. Deficit spending doesn't appear to be going anywhere. We ask our we ask potential clients all the time. Do you think the the government's going to stop creating debt? Do you think they're going to pay those debts down? There doesn't seem to be the political will to want to do that. And so, it just makes sense to get some physical gold in a diversified portfolio. Even as Goldman Sachs was saying, which I can't believe we're talking about that on the show and agreeing with Goldman Sachs. But the idea is to store it securely and have access to your wealth with minimal counterparty risk, and in our case, no counterparty risk. And guess what, Darren? This is what makes me so excited about this article, is that Guildhall was ahead of this trend. We've been offering allocated physical depository storage since 2014, and we added allocated segregated accounts for registered accounts like RSPs, TFSAs, LIFs, RIFs, RESPs back in 2015. So there's this trend we knew was going to be the case. We knew that this is, was happening, and we supplied it to the public. So anyone who wants to acquire physical gold and have zero counterparty risk will definitely want to have our phone number on their speed dial. If you're thinking of owning gold or silver, remember, if you can't hold it, you don't own it. That is what we are talking about on today's show, The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. The number to call, one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. When we come back, Jeremy, more interesting information about uh, the markets this week and, in particular, another particular interesting tranche of financial information that's going to talk a bit about why gold is going higher. So stay tuned for that. We also have the Diamond of the Week and a lot more on gold, silver markets in general. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Thank you for staying tuned. We hope you are enjoying this show because we love bringing it to you, the listening public. Whether you're a client or you're thinking of getting into the market, the website, guildhallwealth.com, it's a great resource for starting your journey. It can get you educated about gold and silver. You can request a free investor kit from there. You can also find out more about colored diamonds. And in addition to that, call the number if you want to speak with somebody directly, one eight seven seven eight silver Now, Jeremy, in the last segment, we're talking a little bit about the super rich and how the wealthy are hoarding physical gold. And this new trend that's been developing since 2016, but is only being recognized now uh, that Guildhall was ahead of, as you well pointed out, is that 
physical gold holdings being vaulted, similar to what we do around the world, is growing faster than ETF or paper holdings, right? That's and right. This is important. So again, on the issue of that, uh, what else stems from this? Well, there are a number of different things that the wealthy are going to be privy to or that the money is going to be privy to. And one of those other topics that we have discussed on this very show uh, with people like the person in this article uh, is that of dark money. Now, what is dark money? Well, share with us what you brought this week regarding why dark money could affect gold going forward. And maybe inadvertently, you can let us know a little more about what dark money is. So Nomi Prince, who we've had on the show, she's an author. She's worked uh, at the banks like Goldman Sachs and, and, uh, and the like. And uh, now she's written books about central banks and how they're just protecting themselves and how to protect yourself uh, because of the consequences of that. And she just wrote a, an, a piece called Dark Money Will Push Gold Higher. And basically she's talking about the fact that, you know, the Fed is on hold, but they're engaged in the, these uh, repo market ops, as she calls it, which is basically lending money to banks in return. These banks have to buy short-term U.S. Treasuries and mortgage bonds, which force the mm, which force the interest bonds. rates lower hmm. on the lower end of the yield, so that there's an appearance that everything is uh, normal. Nothing to see here, um, folks. But it's definitely a manipulation. And what should you be looking at more importantly is that the Fed is expanding its balance sheet and it's manipulating bank lending interest rates. Hmm. This goes along the topic, Darren, that we've discussed, which is the Fed is not trying to prepare to fight a recession they're fighting the onset of a recession because it's already here because we don't it's think there. they have the ability to actually fight and, and fight a recession right. i.e lower interest rates by five six percent they Hear just that? can't do that that's recession knocking on the door <laughs> so what is this dark money it's uh it's money that they're putting into the market and it can stimulate stocks and bonds because computer algorithms take over, there's ETF-related trading, and asset managers for pensions and retirement funds are trying to seek yield, which they can't get in a low-interest rate environment. There's also the corporate buybacks. This is all things that Nomi Prinz is mentioning and all things that we've discussed on the show, and they all do this. She get her on the show again. They all do this with the belief that the Fed is just going to... Keep going. Protect the market Forever. Forever as if they can never run out of bullets. And I don't think that people listening to this show believe that. Who watched the big short? Hot hand fallacy, we were talking about it before. Mm -hmm. Just because I sink three three-point shots doesn't mean I'm going to get the fourth. That's right. Right? That's right. You know, don't bet on it. Yeah. It's a silly bet to take. That's very similar to uh, if you flip the coin That's right. nine times and it was and heads. It heads. You know, the What's the time? percentage that you hit it on the 10th time? Still 50-50. Still 50-50. Still 50-50. So how long can this dark money prolong the stock market growth? Well, according to Nomi Prinz, the reality of slow economic growth in the, the global economy, again, go back to those Eastern European countries and why they're repatriating their gold it's for here. exactly that reason. Mm -hmm. uh, so that the slowing, she says, is likely to continue and the shrinking profits on these cor corporations that are buying back their debt... They're, they can't just keep increasing their debt loads while their profits shrink. 
right? You can look at the stock price, but people are going to actually look at their balance sheet soon, and that's probably what's going to cause the the implosion. So Prince points out that the Fed repo op is due to a shortage of U.S. dollars um, in the money markets, which is exactly what stu- what happened in the financial crisis. That's mm-hmm. what started mm-hmm. the financial crisis, a lack of liquidity. Right. Um, this further strengthens the argument, she says, that the Fed is in a recession avoidance mode, something we've talked about for uh, quite some time, and that the internal panic is palpable. And all of these things mean that the Fed is going to print more money, extend the balance sheet, potentially lower interest rates more. And uh, this is all really, really good for gold, as you saw this year with interest with the Fed rates going lower. All right. Well, let's stay on that topic, Jeremy, uh, a little bit about recession going forward. But let's throw in our other favorite part of this show, which is natural fancy colored diamonds. When we come back, the diamond of the week, it's an incredible diamond. We have actually owned this diamond for a bit of time, and we want to share it with the rest of the world. We want to share it with our marketplace, and we have a very very special offering to discuss. If you'd like a free investor package or you'd like to subscribe to Guildhall's weekly newsletter or speak to a Guildhall associate, and that includes Jeremy and myself, just call one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver Go over to guildhallwealth.com. We will be right back with The Real Money Show on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. A quick break, and we want to thank you for staying tuned. If you want a free investor package or you'd like to subscribe to Guildhall's weekly newsletter, speak to a Guildhall associate. Call one eight seven seven eight silver That's one eight seven seven eight silver or head over to guildhallwealth.com, and uh, we'll be happy to help you out through that website. It has an e-store. You can shop online, and you can look at the product types, get an idea of what you're going to be adding to your purchase, and then ask questions if you like. That's how you get educated. That's how you make smart decisions. Jeremy, in the last segment, just the discussion of recession alone, it makes me feel very nervous, very anxious. Uh, I see the numbers. You and I read them every day. I think the average person kind of foregoes uh, taking a look and, and taking stock of where the marketplace is. I talked to neighbors just the other day their mindset still focused on real estate thinking, yeah, if I buy something now, I'm waiting for a little break in pricing because I think it's going to double. And that kind of mentality uh, would, would basically overshadow the entire history of real estate. There has been no market that's double the size of what it's already been mm. ever in history. We'd have to have a new Guinness world record of the longest real estate boom in history. Well, we are in experimental financial times. We are. That's for sure. And I certainly hope that my ownership in real estate is going to go much higher as I'm sure everybody else does. But why chance it? Why not add some insurance? Why not say, hey, I've already amassed this wealth and I want to grow my wealth, but I don't want to focus on just those traditional ones that are becoming more and more pressured and riskier as the days go by, add some gold and silver. And in addition to that, as we were talking about recession, why not consider a natural fancy colored diamond? So many reasons I can think of, but share a few of the best reasons with our listeners. And then let's talk about a diamond of the week. Sure. I think one of the one reason is additional diversification. Uh, we talk a lot about 
you know, the industry standard for precious metals is 10 to 15%, maybe even 20% of your portfolio. But what if you want, what if you want more of your money out of the stock market, more of your money out of real estate, and you want to further diversify uh, into hard assets? Well, that's where a natural fancy colored diamond comes into play. So for example, if you had $100,000 to invest, maybe you could consider putting twenty-five, $30,000 into a natural fancy colored diamond. I think one of the big reasons why people acquire a natural fancy colored diamonds is they don't like to lose. They don't want to watch the market. They don't want to they don't want to see the ups and downs of precious metals, but they certainly don't want to lose. And anyone who's ever bought a GIC and was willing to wait 5 years to get 3%, right? Um, you know, should definitely look at a natural fancy colored diamond because when we see what the prices used to be and what the prices are today, we can get a sense of where the prices are going to be in the future. And I think that's one of the big things about a natural fancy colored diamond is when we look at the past prices, we just know that we can't pay for a diamond at that price anymore. You know, for example, an intense yellow, internally flawless, you could once get into the market for $13,000. You just can't buy a fancy, intense yellow diamond for $13,000 anymore. It's an impossible thing to do. And so that's the reason why you want to get into this market because it's not going to get cheaper. Well, let's start by step one. You have to know what these look like, what the colors are, the importance of understanding these things. And that starts the visit over guildhallwealth.com. It might be followed by step two, which is call the number 18778silver and make an appointment to come see a colored diamond and talk to a Guildhall associate about the reasons why you would own a colored diamond and what their history has been and why they've been such a good, uh, solid performing asset. And then step three, add it to that portfolio. You already have some gold and silver or you're buying one or the other. Maybe the registered account is the best way to go. And like you said, for those that can afford it, add the colored diamond. So let's take that a little step further and Let's showcase one particular diamond, which I'm very excited about. It's actually a 2-plus carat, in fact, 2.07 fancy yellow. It's internally flawless. So we've taken all the guesswork out. There's no wondering whether the four Cs in this diamond are good, bad, and different or not. These are the best of the best. This is the top of the shelf in terms of the diamonds that could be bought around the world in this category. A 2.07 fancy yellow, internally flawless, cushion cut picture a cushion on a couch that's kind of the shape beautiful shape looks fantastic in a setting looks fantastic in a ring and it's a big stone that particular diamond jeremy and i'm going to go back all the way to 2012 because personally it's where i started keeping tabs on these two plus carat diamonds that particular diamond would have cost us as a firm half the price it does now back then meaning in that seven-year span, the wholesale cost of a diamond like this has doubled. That doesn't mean that the profitability has doubled, but it sure as heck means these are a lot more expensive to buy as Guild Hall in order to put out to the public. This diamond, what are your thoughts about it? Well, I've sold a couple two-carat fancy yellows in the past, and I've noticed that, again, just as we said at at the top of the segment, that you simply can't buy them for what you used to be able to buy them for. And that, that's the key. You need to you need to give it some time for the prices to, to increase. But if you hold an asset like that, compared to a white diamond, you buy a white diamond, and the minute you leave the retail 
it's worth a quarter of what you paid. And it's probably always going to be worth a quarter of what of what the value is today versus a natural fancy color diamond where in the future, I mean, right out the gate, it's worth what you paid, right? right? Um, but down the road, you see the fact that you can't buy it for what you used to be able to buy it for. And then as time goes by, you say, oh, wow, it's, it's, worth a, it's really worth a lot right now. So I've seen fancy yellows that sold in the $18,000 range. I can remember selling a fancy two-carat yellow for $18,000 within the last eight years. Well, generally speaking, as a rule of thumb, our standard one-plus carat fancy yellows, four to 5% every year, like clockwork in terms of returns. This particular diamond at two-plus carats is going to carry a slight premium. So expect next year's price in December to be above 4 to 5% higher than it is now in terms of that ask. What's that, the price right now? So the price on this diamond is going to be a Canadian asking price, typically 41500 plus tax. All right? Mm -hmm. Let's make it better. Right now, you know, as you've been listening to the show, getting our emails, it's tax-free until December 31st. So there's 13% savings right there. No HST or wherever else you are listening to this in Canada, you save the tax. In addition to that, Jeremy, let's go a step further on this particular diamond. We've had it in our inventory for 24 months. This is the coming out party for this diamond. Let's go 10% uh, even further. All right, so a total discount of 23%. That means we'll eat the tax and we'll give an additional 10%. All right, typically the diamond cost 41500 and we'd add tax to that. If you're in Ontario, that's 13%. means that diamond is coming in just under 49000 Today, we're going to do that diamond not for $41,500. we are going to eat the tax. You're going to get an additional 10% off of that price. So $37,350 and you walk away with that diamond. You've got an investment grade yellow diamond. It's over two carats. And I assure you, anyone putting that on their finger is going to be so excited and happy. And it meets all of the criteria. But when we come back, Jeremy, let's talk about why it's so important to understand that this is a very unique diamond and what is different about a Guildhall diamond versus buying it somewhere else and why you might earn a lot more because of it. You are tuned into The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. If you'd like some information, a package on diamonds or gold and silver, the number to call one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to the final segment of The Real Money Show. What an exciting show it's been this week, Jeremy. The number one eight seven seven eight silver or the website, guildhallwealth.com. Let's stay on diamonds here for a moment until we conclude today. We were talking about the 2.07 fancy yellow internally flawless and how we want to help a new investor or an existing investor to add this to the portfolio, maybe with some gold and silver too. First off, understand this type of diamond that we're talking about today, when we started, I personally started paying attention to this uh, diamond in 2012, the over two carat range of fancy yellows, this diamond would have been selling in and around the neighborhood of around the high 20,000 to maybe low 30,000 range. Here we are some seven years later, and this diamond is going to be in the 41 to 42,000 range, give or take, plus tax. What we've done today is we've gone a step further to get you excited into this market and own something as unique as this because we've had this diamond for a couple of years now and we're bringing it as it's coming out party. Uh, this is going to be the deal. Instead of the 41500 that we're asking for it, let's say no tax and an additional 10%. 
If you want this diamond and you like this diamond and you want to come see it, you'd be walking away as of December 31st or sooner with a diamond that would cost $37,350. Yours in your pocket. That's your investment. You can add it to your gold and silver and you can keep that diamond in your portfolio. And the idea here is, again, we've held the diamond for a while so we can pass the profit on to the client and give in the form of a discount because we want them to be ahead of the game. We want them to feel that they're making progress before they've even walked away with the diamond and i think that's that gives you a good sort of step out of the gate if you will on the natural fancy color diamonds you know darren i get asked a lot about the natural fancy color diamond market and i, I often show will demonstrate literally go online to to show the difference of buying a diamond on your own and the type of diamonds that are out there versus what Guildhall actually goes out and acquires I was doing that actually this morning with a client and we were looking at a website and we came across, um, we were looking at intense yellows and we came across one that was selling for like $4,000. I said, well, oh, that, that's interesting. Why is that one so cheap? Right? And this is, by the way, was after going through a whole bunch of brownish yellow diamonds to find just a pure uh, intense yellow. And we don't know what the quality of the actual yellow was. Was it a strong yellow or was it a weaker yellow? That we couldn't tell. We could only look at the report. But what we did see on the report, Darren, was that the diamond was really shallow. It's a very shallow diamond. So if you think about how diamonds work with light, Less a, flare. a deep diamond, Less fire. yeah, the deep diamond, the light's going to go in and get lost just like a well it's going to go down the well and the lights not going to come back out with a shallow diamond it's almost like if it was in a setting and I've seen this you can see through the diamond to the setting that's what a shallow diamond will do so that's not going to cast off fire and brilliance and therefore the price it's reflected in the price that's what Guildhall does we go out and we search meticulously for perfect diamonds those diamonds do cost money but as a result they they retain and grow their value. Money, of course. The number one eight seven seven eight silver or the website guildhallwealth.com, an easy place to go and see the diamonds we're talking about. In fact, the 2.07 Diamond of the Week is on the site, and you can go take a look at it. But better yet, if you call that number, you can come visit us, call to talk to us, get a free investor package, subscribe to the weekly newsletter. Jeremy, this week has been all about um, the discussion of gold and silver, but we've added colored diamonds here and a good discussion that we've had, and we want to support our client base as much as we can. So understand that going forward, every portfolio should at least consider the ownership of gold, silver, and a natural fancy colored diamond. We want to thank everyone for tuning in this week and listening. It's been a busy week. We have a lot happening right now. And if you want to put your gold and silver into registered accounts or into storage or allocated financing, which we haven't even talked about this week, but you could find out more about, go to the website, guildhallwealth.com. That's the site and the number, one eight seven seven eight silver Reminder, folks, it's getting cold out. Help those that are less fortunate support your local food banks we want to thank you for being tuned in to the real money show you've been listening with guildhall wealth management on global news radio 640 toronto